We've got a big sporting event coming up uh, this week. In fact, it's on right now. It's a wonderful historic event. It's the Māori Cup, and it is taking place at Karapiro. And I think there's over 2,000 rowers, 150-odd schools, but calling it a decorated commentator, and he kindly fills in for me on the show from time to time, Mark Watto-Watson, and he joins us now. G'day, Watto. Yeah, how are you, Mark? Yeah, got to say, I'm pretty excited about being given the opportunity to call a Māori Cup um, and the other great finals that go around it, both Friday and Saturday. It's an event that I've always wanted to do. It's an event that's just steeped in history. And yeah, it's um, the biggest secondary schools event in the Southern Hemisphere. And you mentioned those numbers of 2,000. I'm told that it's actually starting to creep up towards 3,123 schools in all. It amazes me that there's 123 schools with rowing programs. It's almost like a sleeping giant of sport in secondary schools. Yeah, look, it is. And I think that Marty Cup has become one of the most prestigious events um, on the calendar. And I think also the success of the New Zealand rowing program and the fact that, you know, that provides a wonderful shot window at Olympic Games, at World Championships, that probably inspires a lot of youngsters want to get involved and we probably think of rowing you know sometimes as the eights and the fours but of course there are opportunities for individuals as well and I think any school system any a good school should be able to provide those opportunities for those kids that maybe do want to maybe dip their toes into a sport that perhaps is not rugby or perhaps is not cricket or football. How um, consistent are the high performers because you're only at secondary school and you're probably only Marty Cup level for three years I would imagine so so the personnel involved in the Marty Cup changes each year but are there schools with repetitive excellence at the Marty Cup? Yeah look there is I mean in more recent times it's probably been Hamilton Boys High School they've put a big emphasis on sport right across the board of course they've got Carapero on their doorstep when you do run through the winners of the Marty Cup. There's only actually been 17 schools that have won it um, and that goes right back to the first time it was ever held which I think was 1947 where actually my old school, um, Mount Abbott Grandma won the first ever Marty Cup but in more recent times yeah, it has been the likes of Christ College um, Hamilton Boys High School um, those sort of schools I guess that have access to rivers who probably have access to facilities that do cater or endear themselves to the sport how on earth do they house them all? Because the, not only the athletes, but the support crew as well. It's it's like a whole city's moving to a town. Yeah, uh, look, I've seen it twice. I think they had 10,000 there on the last day. So if you've got, say, two to 3,000 students and then you suddenly bring in the coaches, then you bring in the parents, those that are just curious, it is huge. It is a huge event. So you're looking at Cambridge, which is the home very much of Karapiro. So, you know, a lot of um, schools spread out of Hamilton. Hamilton's, um, what, 20, 20-minute drive. Um, I'd imagine possibly even in the other direction that even small towns like Pairoa, um, possibly as far as Tauranga, I would have thought in terms of maybe being able to get accommodation for this. So you've got to book in, you've got to be smart, you've got to get in quick. But, yeah, huge logistically to undertake this, and it's only getting bigger, but a great economic boost for the region. Yeah, it really is. Now, historically, I didn't realise it had been around as long as what you've just said, and obviously the Māori Cup is is the pinnacle. So do you do you get points along the way? How does How do you find the eventual champion school? No, so look, what, what they ultimately end up having, Marty Club, Marty Cup is the Blue Ribbon event. So it's the men's eight. Um, as I said, it's been going since 1947. 
it's a trophy that was actually presented to the New Zealand Army uh, by the Egyptians. So the army wow. would race um, down the Nile in World War Two, and um, would take on, I think it was the Cairo River Club, and that was a points-based system. They presented the Freiburg Cup to them, and in, rega- in return, um, a trophy was presented back to the New Zealand Army, which again was then turned over, renamed the Māori Cup, and raced for the first time in 1947 on the Whanganui River. Now, I think Manabit Grammar beat Sacred Heart College. Um, four boats took part in that original race. And then since then, we've seen the emergence of the women's eight, clearly, um, which has been given the title of the Levin 75th Jubilee. And that's been going since 1981. Um, and that is for the women's under 18 eights. And then the other big one on the women's side is the Dawn Cup. And then for the Cox Fours on the men, it's the Springbok Shield. Um, and that is very, very prestigious indeed. And so really they're the trophies that individually the schools are looking to try and win. And then you've got the Star Trophy, which has been going since 1997. Now this is the prize that's awarded to the top overall school at the regatta. And so that is based on points um, for winning and then runner-up points uh, get three and third place get as one point. And so it's been Rangiruru girls who have won it the most, the overall school title. Hamilton boys have won it seven times, St. Margaret's College four, St. Peter's of Cambridge have won it three. They tend to be very, very good in the smaller boat. So, yes, they're the trophies that everybody's trying to win. Those ones that I mentioned are the big prestigious ones. But without doubt, five o'clock Saturday afternoon, Marty Cup, just 17 schools in history have won it. It is the Blue Ribbon event. It's what everybody's waiting for. It's what everybody's looking forward to. It's got the history. It's got the tradition. Um, Hamilton Boys High School are going to be very, very tough to beat again. The likes of Christ College, Christchurch in there. Uh, Mount Albert Grammar, bit of a revival in recent times, made the final last year. Um, but, you know, this is this is really where, uh, I think, why New Zealand rowing has been so strong for so long. They do have a big, big dropout rate, Mark. You know, like, so you might have 2,500 athletes. How many of those athletes actually kick on in the sport? Arguably less than 5%. But mm-hmm. you do the maths, it's enough to keep the succession plan going. Because rowing's not a sport that you can do sort of socially, is it? But yeah, you, you're sort of paddling backwards. Um, it's a sport that hurts. Um, it, it, it's not a cheap entry point. It's not like a, a, there's not a lot, lot of sort of hybrid boats out there. With sports like kayaking, you know, you can get a sea kayak, you can get those little plastic type tubs, and you can sort of everybody can sort of you know paddle down a little bit of a river and have a bit of a look. So, yeah, an in- interesting sport, but incredibly tough. And I'd imagine uh, finally, what the if we tracked, you know, our very best rowers at Olympic level, our gold medal winners, our world champions, they would track back to starting in the Marty Cup. Oh, look, I think anybody that's been in rowing has dipped their toes, and I think it does start at school. It's not a sport that you're going to come into later in life. You are introduced to rowing at school, without a doubt. I mean, there is a, a strong club scene, but at school where you get it, and you get very good coaching, um, incredible discipline. And look, it's not a cheap sport, Mark, and that's why you tend to sort of see more of the private-type schools, I guess, um, Probably tending to dominate on both the, on you know on both the boys and girls side of it. I mean, if you go look through the Jubilee Cup, which is for the women's eight, you've got Rangiruru girls. They've won it seventeen times. St Margaret's, you've got Waikato Waikato Diocesan have won it three times. Um, you know, Diocesan here in Auckland have won it twice. It, it, it's interesting though when you go through the winners of the Marty Cup, you would expect schools like Auckland Grammar to have featured a lot more. Auckland Grammar have actually only won the Marty Cup twice. 
Mm. Um, you go through King's College here in Auckland. They've only won it three times. The last time they won it was 1960. Uh, Wanganui Collegiate have won it the most 17 times Christ College on 13 Hamilton boys are charging with 11 and then it's my mob man over grammar 8 but they actually haven't won it since 1961 either Tauranga boys have won it 7 times uh, this is another one that you'd think possibly would have won it more. Christchurch Boys High School have only just won it the once. So really, really hard to win. And, and what you've actually got to try and do, Mark, you understand this. I mean, you've got to get a really good year of big boys or strong girls coming through in that final year of school. And it's easy to find maybe two or three, pretty hard to find eight. And I guess that is the challenge um, for a lot of schools. And so you probably tend to get a little bit little bit more depth and things like the Dawn Cup and the Springbok Shield where you only really required four athletes. Um, but yeah, look, it's just going to be a fascinating week of racing. You know, they have the river charges, they have the B finals, the C finals. Um, and, and I think also one of the big challenges for a lot of kids is, you know, it's a little bit of a race to puberty, isn't it? You get those younger kids who maybe aren't developed as much. Uh, so the important thing in those third form, fourth form years is to just develop the technical side of it, knowing that you can sort of build the athlete a little bit later in the sixth and seventh form. But the challenge is actually keeping them in the sport, having them believe that perhaps the picking order will change as they do get a little bit older. Um, but look, I, I think there's a lot of people this weekend gunning for Hamilton Boys High School. Oh, I, 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 but can they be beaten? Boy, it's going to be a fascinating, fascinating uh, week. But Boy, what an absolute privilege to be able to call a 76th edition on Saturday. Yep, the Marty Cup starts today, goes all the way through to uh, the weekend. Uh, Mark Watson, I really appreciate your time. You're a beautiful man in a very platonic way, of course. Uh, as you are, Mark. <laughs> good man, Wado. Uh, good man, didn't bite. Didn't bite. Uh, good to have what I want. Uh, there is live streaming, actually, of the Marty Cup. If you want to avail yourself any time during the week, actually, just so many athletes, so many athletes and uh, school kids. And I, I was reading on a website earlier this morning. I wish I could find it, actually, which it'll take me too long to re-find it. But um, just fantastic to be at that age at school. It's like a massive school camp, but you've all got something in common, and that's rowing. Um, Marty Cup, one of the great historical sporting events on the New Zealand calendar. Right, break time. I do have to remind you, actually, because the voting's going to close soon, isn't it, Sammy? I'll do a little reminder. Uh, the coaching king of the ring. We've got Arsene Wenger up against Mike Hessen. That's the Western Conference. Uh, Wenger has a seeding of 12. Mike Hessen a seeding of 21. And in the Eastern Conference, seeded 11, Bill Shankly of Liverpool fame, who I'd never heard of. That doesn't mean he's no good. He's before my time. Uh, but I had heard of Vince Labardi, but I don't remember him in coaching because he's even older, I think. So Wenger or Hessen, that's one word. Shankly or Lombardi. Text us in double eight double three, the Temper Beer Post text machine. Or you're welcome to vote for us. Uh, vote for it on our Instagram page, which is Afternoons with Staffy. People are doing that as well. We will tally them up, and I think we're due to give you the result at 3.35, and maybe a little bit of a sneak peek of what we've got coming up tomorrow. But we'll have a break, and we'll come back, and we'll revisit Show Me The Money.